My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Mr. Producer, I got a haircut. And you looking fine, unlike <sighs> these ignorant MFers who are uh, trying to, you know, prosecute Trump now. You know, it's really crazy what's happening right now. And it doesn't seem to stop. And, you know, he, uh, Trump says that he's called out, he calls out a coordinated attack after the Mar-a-Lago raid, says Biden knew about the plan. And I think what is more disgusting about everything that we're dealing with right now is that they're not talking. Biden's not saying anything. He's trying to see if he can get away with all this stuff. If the people are going to allow this piece of trash and the illegitimate coup d'etat people in office are going to do anything about it, if we're going to do anything about it for them. And, you know, the Republicans today called for called for uh, all of the congressmen from congressmen and women from that are Republicans to meet. And we don't know what's going to come out of that. But we do know that that what's happening right now is not unprecedented. It's illegal. We need to, we need to call it what it is. These are liars. These are thieves. These are people that are trying to destroy everything America stands for, and they are throwing it in our face. Mr. Producer, this right here by itself is unbelievable. Um, the murderer Hillary Clinton is trying to fundraise off the Mar-a-Lago search. She promoted her but her emails had after the FBI raids Mar-a-Lago. I, I got to tell you, I'm not calling for anybody to, to get punched in the face, but if you're wearing a hat that says but the emails... Um, I think that that would be it like it's like you've got to be brain dead. It's, it's like putting a target on your chest of beat my ass. And I'm I'm not calling for any violence. I'm just saying that if you wear a hat that says but her emails. So if you buy that hat, I think personally that 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 person if anyone would ever get punched in the face, that person should probably get punched in the face. I'm just saying. That's what I think. And now that's going to, they're going to go wild. Oh my gosh, calls for punching people in the face that wear this hat. Yeah, you know, like Antifa did for all the rhetoric and propaganda they pushed out there by the radical left media. Yeah, Robert that. De Niro. Yeah. I mean, Robert De Niro, I mean, it, he's a guy that I want to punch in the face. Oh, he's going to get a, he's going to get a, a restraining order. Say, I can't believe he called for me to get punched in the face. I, you're a tough guy. 
You're super tough. I mean, you should be able to take it, a punch in the face. I mean, in every movie you got punched in the face, you took it. I'm just not sure in real life you could, but I digress. We have a couple guests today. We have one guest. We have Mr. Joey Camp. Oh, we don't have April Moss? Her kid's really sick, so everyone send some prayers for April. Uh, She's dealing with that. So we do have a guest who, by the way, doesn't need a whole lot of introductions. He has done quite a bit in this movement. He has gone up against he has gone up against Antifa and BLM regularly. He has access to tools and has done some pretty cool things with those tools and has taken a lot of flack. He gets death threats. He doesn't seem to stop. I once asked him, I go, what motivates you? And he goes, well, I'm not going to use his words. <laughs> but he said, these uh, crap bags need to pay. And so without any further, let's go ahead and bring Joey Camp on. Joey, welcome to the show. Hey, buddy. Thanks for having me back. I love the fact that your flag is upside down in your background. That would be yours as well. And that's because we're in a state of distress. So what have you been up to? Yes. Oh, man, I've been in exile, self-imposed exile. Uh, I left uh, the U.S. Some terribly distressing circumstances. I didn't want to leave, obviously, but the amount of threats and the proximity of those threats uh, motivated me to take a temporary retrieve outside of the country. So you had to leave the country, still fighting for the country, but you had to leave the country because of threats on your life. Yes. Uh, in fact, they were getting very, very close, and uh, the individuals that helped me along the way shouldn't have to bear the burden of the threats that uh, come my way. So I wanted to alleviate some of their stressors and also continue my fight from afar with, uh, without having to look over my shoulder when I go to a fast food restaurant or just walking down the street. Um, for the last several months, I, I've been free, which is really a hard thing to say because I'm in a third world country at this moment. And I feel safer here as an American citizen than I do when I walk the streets of my hometown in Denver and any city in the United States. And that's tragic. Well, I'll tell you that what you just said was, uh, was it, it's, it has a big impact for those people that have been overseas and understand that, uh, that the U.S. has become a, a facade of safety. And if you don't speak the rhetoric, you don't speak along the ideological bend of these radical leftists, they have literally become the brown shirts. They have become the enforcers of this radical evil that that has pretty much taken over our society. Not because they have big numbers. That's not, but because they have the bullhorn to make it look like they have big numbers. Exactly. People are are frightened of a mob mentality. They are scared of going against the grain or being a target themselves. 
Okay, so so tell me, what are you working on these days? What are you uh, obviously you've you've been up to looking into what's happening in Mar Largo? Um, wh- what's the what's the outcome yeah. right now with with that? What 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 are you seeing as relates to that? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let me kind of give some background here, if you will. So the United States Constitution would empower the government to have certain duties. One of those duties is the enforcement of search warrants, the the enforcement of the law. And outsource the duties of the government to a private individual. Um, This morning, when I was looking further into the search warrants of Donald Trump, obviously everything is sealed, uh, but some of the public listings had at the time listed the prosecutor who who filed the court uh, search warrant and sought it out by the judge. But Mm. when I went and looked up who this prosecutor was, he's a private citizen. He used to be a United States attorney. Currently, he's a private citizen for a globalist law firm that is larger in size than Perkins Coie, who represents uh, government agencies Wait, worldwide. What? Whoa, what, 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 what? Back, back up. For those of you guys that did not hear this, this is a search warrant executed by a private citizen who is the attorney who used to be a federal prosecutor. But it's not. We're not done. Do we we have some documentation on this? So he's now a partner for Holland and Knight LLP, which is one of the largest law firms by size of staff as well as by revenue. So there at the bottom, you see his name as uh, the representative of the United States Attorney's Office. Uh, as recently as an hour ago, uh, the the court sealed it. There you go. It was removed uh, an hour ago. However, I did preserve the Pacer uh, docket sheet as well, which also listed as listed him as retained counsel. Okay, stop. For- stop, 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 stop. This literally Everyone. was like while we were talking before the show. He goes, Hit- holy crap, guys. They took his name off. <laughs> Listen to me. You ready for this? You ready? Hit the share button. You're, oh my gosh, you, the, 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 I need to tell everyone, hold on a second, I'm going to hit the pause button on you guys for a minute, and I got to, I got to seriously just do a little bit of the deep, 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 okay, hold on, you have to, wait, hold on, hold on, I'll put this up real quick, you have to hear this, holy crap, a private attorney Filed the uh, search warrant. Search warrant. This is not a joke. It's not okay. a joke at all. All right. So hold hold on a second. So, so we're gonna let's yeah. let's back up for a second. This is the one. Now let, let's let's go through this particular case because you as you go through this case, it's really important for you to understand that Reinhardt was the attorney for Jeffrey Epstein in 2018, became a magistrate, is the one that recused himself from the Trump v. Hillary Clinton. Super important, you guys understand this. 
Trump v. Hillary Clinton was sued, sued that little right? <clears throat> Let's call her what she is. She is a murderous, treasonous little and I don't care if you don't like my language. I'm going to call her what she is because she has killed more people around the world and she has caused more damage and destruction because she's a sociopathic piece of trash than anyone else in, in the country, except for Susan Rice. Um, so this, this judge, Bruce Reinhardt, what you're seeing here is a recusal. So the undersigned magistrate judge to whom the above styled cause has been assigned hereby receives, recuses himself and refers the case to the clerk of courts for reassignment pursuit to 28 USC 455. Okay, so this is the same attorney, excuse me, judge, judge. that signed the search warrant. Right. And it gets better. Guess who replaced the judge? As a United States attorney, when he was, he was the United States attorney and represented Epstein's associates. All right, say that again. Back, back up. Back, back. Reverse, 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 reverse. Okay. I'm, this is like, this is not Banana Republic. That's not what this is. This, this is all out war. This is, this is declaring war on the American people. But. I'm smiling because only in a world where we allowed trash to walk around here, that's the footsteps of Biden, and his little trash regime, that's the footsteps of Blinken and all the rest of them, could this even happen? Uh, oh. So the prosecutor or this private citizen, uh, Wilfred Ferrer, <laughs> who executed the search warrant, who the search warrant for execution, was the United States attorney who replaced Judge Rainford when Judge Rainford quit and became Jeffrey Epstein's uh, attorney. Whoa, 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 so, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> okay, people are not following you because I'm having trouble swallowing this truth. Okay, now, let, okay, bring me in. So the, the person that replaced Reinhardt as the attorney for Epstein is, what's his name? Yes, the pro, uh, Ferrer. This is the guy. This Ferrer. Guy, the All right, so Wilfredo A. Ferrer was Epstein's attorney after Reinhardt. No, he was the U.S. attorney after Reinhardt quit. And, okay, and all right. Uh, okay, so he was. So he, okay, let me get this straight, because I, you know, I want to make sure that we're absolutely clear. And you know, uh, I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm not that bright. So I went to a state school, not that bright. Okay, so Ferrer replaced when when Reinhardt quit as a U.S. attorney. Ferrer replaced him as a U.S. attorney. Reinhardt then went on to represent Epstein. Correct. All right. Now, Farrah so is now the person who was the U.S. attorney after Reinhardt, who is the private citizen that works for Holland and Knight, that now filed the search warrant against President Donald J. Trump. Correct. And it gets even better. So, Farrah... <laughs> was appointed by Barack Obama and continued to be the United States attorney 
under Trump until he quit. So Trump was his boss while Trump was in office. And so my question would be, if a sitting or if a former president had documents that, that he's not supposed to have, quote unquote, what gives a private citizen who is the under of that president to look at these documents and to possess them or to even consider them? And it's his former boss that he is now trying to as a private citizen in a domain that's reserved for government. I, I just don't. It's so wacky that it's banana republic. It's crazy. I live right now in a third world country, and I don't think that they could screw it up. But I don't <laughs> And, and by the way, guys, this is not Q, this is not R, it's not S, T, U, V, it's none of those things, right? It's not. This is reality. This is, and this nervous smile that I have on my face, you know what this is? This is, this is the final recompense. This is us getting to the place where we're like, we've had enough. So... Tell, tell me more. He works for a firm. Yes, he works with, for a firm. Holland and with seventeen hundred attorneys. Lawyers. Correct. And this firm has donated over three million dollars to Democrat causes, including Joe Biden during the twenty twenty election. Okay. All right. I, I'm, I'm trying to. But there's also a photo. There's what? There's a nice photo. There's a nice photo of uh, of Ferrero and his wife holding a Biden sign, no. saying that they just oh. voted for Joe Biden. Oh, there it is. October seventh, twenty seventh, twenty twenty. That's the attorney. That is the attorney, the private citizen, who's acting in the capacity of the government which I would think the Constitution would prohibit. All right, hold on a second. Guys, listen to me. This guy that you see holding this sign that literally is the most punchable face I've ever seen in my life. This guy <laughs> holding this sign. I don't know what else you say, Joey. I mean, what, what do you say to people who are stealing our nation? All right. Bro, it honestly, man, like I distraught about it. I am distraught by everything that I'm seeing in the United States. When I wake up here, I just pray that maybe in, no, maybe in two years, this regime will change. The, the quality of life will go back to normal, and maybe I can come home. It's scary. It is so frightening to whisper from the states and then having to be a witness from a third world country <laughs> where I feel stupid. Okay, so I feel stupid walking. Okay, hold on a second. Joey, this has got to be the best comment I've ever seen. Ha ha, the judge's name is literally Fredo. <laughs> well, Fredo. Do <laughs> 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 you see that on D-Live? Uh, okay, true Trump's... I. 
triumphs. I, I, I have to give it to you. That was, that was awesome. All right, go ahead, Joey. I had to make light of it because we're really say, in a bad place. It is so intensely crazy. Like, uh, in any criminal investigator, like, there are thousands and thousands of assistant United States, United States attorneys who could have prosecuted the search warrant. Why they outsource to a private entity that not just is a private entity in the United States, but they represent government uh, issues across the globe. Europe, other countries, they represent the government in a similar capacity, Mexico. How can we have a, as a people, how can we have faith that these individuals are not pursuing personal agenda, but rather the seeking the truth. We can't. We this is a clear soul thinking. And just as of an hour ago, they removed this guy's name from the official records and sealed it. Even his name. His name was removed from the docket when it was the only thing visible this morning. Instead of coming out and uh, catching this head on, they further hide the fact that they are doing this. It's right here in front of our eyes, uh, and it's scary. It's frightening that I can walk down the street of one of the most dangerous cities, supposedly, in the world and have less fear than when I walk down the street of Portland, Seattle, Denver, Austin, Dallas, New York. I have less fear walking down what is supposedly one of the most dangerous cities in the world. And I'm an American citizen. I should be welcome in Chicago on the bad side of Chicago. I should be welcome in New York. I should be welcome in Portland and Seattle. If I wanted to wear a sign that says MAGA or a, a hat that says Biden, it shouldn't matter. I shouldn't be physically assaulted. I felt more at ease and no tension. I didn't even know that I was that was supposedly the most dangerous in the world. And yet when I was in Portland or Seattle, my fear was with bodyguards and armed security just to walk down the street. And our government is hiding for these issues for political persecutions or their own personal agenda. We're, we're in a siege, man. Like, it's not just a siege on Mar-a-Lago, not just a siege on the Republican Party, but if you're an American, you should be concerned about a private citizen having the ability to get a search warrant. If that is the case, what and how is they going to stop me from getting a search warrant against my neighbor or to do anything? It is insane that they would outsource a government job of prosecution, of search warrants, of, of, of obtaining quality evidence for a probable cause to a private citizen who has such a history of conflict that there is no question that in any other scenario, they would have accused themselves of it. All right. So it's just, <clears throat> they're just warming up. And I think this is where the war is going to happen. There's 12,000 people that are FBI agents, by the way, um, in the country. Um, we have a list of, we were actually given a list of over 20,000 FBI agents, weren't we? That, that actually got leaked. God is great. Um, 
a previous and, and retired FBI agents. Now, the reason why this is important is because, uh, and by the way, this is public information. It is on a link on the publicly available. I don't know why they haven't taken it down. But 20,000 or so uh, FBI agents with their phone numbers and email address, and you would say, oh, that makes them unsafe. I would tell you that the brown shirts are the people that are making people unsafe. Um, but the reason why I bring that up is that the FBI also just seized, just so you know, this is breaking now, the FBI just seized a cell phone of the House Freedom Caucus Chair, Scott Perry. This just happened. The FBI just seized the cell phone of House Freedom Caucus Chair, Scott Perry. What do you think the, the House Freedom Caucus Chair did to deserve that? Wow. Yeah. I know. Okay. So I think there were three search warrants under seal as of yeah. this morning. I don't know what the other ones are. So this is number two. I'll bet you number three will come to light when it's most politically. Uh, when this when this particular story like starts to slow down, they're going to push out number three. And I don't know what number three will be, but now we know that uh, number two will solve the phone. We have a very broken system. We have a disgusting system right now. My prayer and thoughts are with people right now, my home, my nation that I have pledged from, that they can get out in November and change this regime and end this reign of terror currently in. I'm scared. I'm scared that I will never be able to to my hometown, to my home nation. And I am scared that I have to express the truth, which is I feel safer in a third world country than I do in what is supposedly a first world, the most freest land in the world ever met. All right. So I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know what, what this uh, the cell phone is that's breaking now. The other search warrant is also under six seal still, but. Uh, I'm guessing that uh, probably the same tactics. It's nonsense. I I think. Well, it doesn't matter what I think. As we start looking at what's happening across our nation and the fact that they are operating in a lawless environment, we we have a choice to make. And that choice is: Do we learn the power of the word "no"? We just say no. It's unconstitutional. We're not doing it. No, we're not doing it. It's unconstitutional. No, we're not doing it. It's unconstitutional. And make them prove that what we did was constitutional. What they did is constitutional. Why is it, Joey, that we're playing from behind? Because we're respectable people, because we want to respect the rule of law. But the rule of law, we see they're doing it wrong. But we allow them to do it. We allow evil to creep on us rather than us creeping on evil. And, you know, I, uh, I have a saying, you know, when I first started my research, I said that I wasn't ever going to scoop to the levels that these individuals scoop to. That changed pretty quickly because I realized that if I don't meet them at their level or further, then I will not see the results of the truth being put out there. So that's why I changed my tactic and said, you know what, I'm going to match the vibe with you and I'm going to do um, exactly what... Uh, what you're doing to others. We are a uh, uh, people of peace, and you know we want to turn the other cheek. 
Um, and that's unfortunate because the other parties, the other individuals, these extremist brown shirts, they don't care. They will murder you on the street and brag about it while shaming your family and humiliating your memory and not care. We, we as a people, we know we have the integrity to do to not do that, but we're up against people that will. And that's like going up against a cartel or somebody who will kill you just for looking at them wrong. You would never think that was possible. Myself never thought it was possible until we confronted it and seen it straight on. More people are realizing that these last few years, uh, people like you, myself, and you know, others who have been relentlessly uh, bringing this to the public, we're showing people the evidence and bringing it to their homes so that they can see a little by little. We took just an idea four years ago to a actual criminal organization, at least in the eyes of the public and many cities and municipalities across the country. But it's relentless work between you, myself, and you know, uh, individuals who do this. It's relentless and tireless and thankless. Okay, so let's let, let let's look further into this. Mr. Producer, put up A8 if you would, please. This actually shows, this is the form that actually does show that Wilfred Ferrer was a lead attorney, a learned attorney knows the designation is retained. So the the government retained, you can't, you got to move it over, Mr. Producer, the other side. I, I need the other side. I need the other side, Mr. Producer. No, put that up, but just slide it over so we can see the bottom of the other side, if you would, please. Slide it over. The bottom right corner is what we need to see. So if you see this, it says represented by Will Fredo, Fredo, A. Fair, and it says de designation retained. Mr. Producer, that still does not do it for us. Um, it shows a designation as retained, meaning they went out and got a private attorney from a law firm that represents some of the criminals of criminals across the country, like the political hack station, 1,700 lawyers that they've built in this machine in order to basically attack citizens. That, that's that firm, right? They're known for it. And the government went to them and said, hey, listen, we need you to go after Trump for us. We're going to retain you and have you do the work of a state attorney or a federal attorney, correct? Yes. Is that what happened? And I wonder how much they paid, because I'm sure that this firm is not doing this pro bono. Okay, we still don't have it yet. A8, bottom right, if we can just do the A8, bottom right. There we go. So at the bottom it says, Wilfredo A. Ferrer sealed. They sealed that. Obviously, they didn't. Lead attorney, attorney to be noticed, designation retained. So they went out and got a private attorney to represent them in their their witch hunt against President Trump. Let's play, if we can, A10. What's that? Go ahead. By the way, uh, that portion of the docket is now sealed. They removed his listing, his public name, from the listing as of an hour ago. Well, every I, person out there needs to be talking about this, including, pres including President Trump. He needs to be talking about the fact yes. that they went and got a private citizen attorney to come in and persecute him to execute a search warrant against President Trump. And then ask the question. One with so much bias, 
bias and prejudice built in. Like these conflicts are latent. Well, let's play cut A10. This is um, crap bag Pierre saying President and White House were not briefed before and after the Trump raid. Let's go ahead and play A10. On a different topic, um, the FBI is certainly uh, search warrant on the former president's residence in Florida. Uh, was the president or anyone at the White House aware of that search warrant? Or had, has anyone at the White House or the president been briefed in the aftermath of that search warrant being executed? No. The president was not briefed, did not, was not aware of it, no. No one at the White House was given uh, a heads up, no, that did not happen. Okay, let's go to the cut A12. It gets worse. Cut A12, um, just more of the same. You've said repeatedly that the president learned of the news of the, the FBI visit to Mar-a-Lago the other day through news reports. Can you tell us anything more? Was he watching the news? Was he scrolling Twitter? Did someone in his staff flag it for him? I can tell you this. He was not uh, aware of, 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 uh, of, of, of the, uh, the Mar-a-Lago raid, I don't know what you guys are calling it, uh, uh, before it happened. So I can tell you that did not know it. Uh, he learned about it really like all of us did. I'm sure maybe someone on his team flagged it for him, but he was not aware. What I can tell you definitively and for sure, he was not aware of this. He was, we were, nobody in the White House was. We were not given a heads up, uh, and we did not know about, uh, about. Liar, 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 liar. Now, I do believe that Biden did not, was not aware, because he's not aware of anything. <laughs> <laughs> He forgot he shook, uh, who was it? Oh, you Schumer's forgot hand? Yeah. He literally, like, goes and shakes the, guy, the guy's hand, and then, like, two seconds later, he tries to shake his hand again, and he forgot he shook his hand. Yeah, show me that one. I want to see that clip. Joey, what do you think of that? She, she got her confidence halfway through it. Yeah. Honestly, man, how could, how could something of this caliber, something of this uh, nature... That is going to be such worldwide impact on uh, an embarrassment to the country not to be known by the person who's in charge of the agency. Do you really think that we're going to send in a 30, 40 random agents to the former president's residence where Secret Service is protecting it and the Secret Service of the White House didn't get wind of it and say, hey, we're about to do a search of the Mar Largo, and you know, you guys can shoot us when we come in there. And make sure your boss, the Secret Service agents in the White House, are aware of it because we might need some extra agents down here when the crowds grow. Come on, there's no way he was ignorant of this execution. Of well, this listen, point. if he <laughs> if he was ignorant of it, there's a bigger problem because that means that our apparatuses inside the government structure don't work. So, so yeah. you can't have it both ways. You, you can't have a private citizen that is actually pushed out into the public eye and then uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your, your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, they're for you, and, and here's the thing, it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP, 
third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things, True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. I, I don't... I, I don't. I can't get it. I want to play this because this is Basement Biden. This crap bag. This is a deviation. We're gonna get out of it. I just want to play this. Oh, hello. Oh, oh hello. Oh, oh, hello. What? All right. So he shook his hand. Wait. How did he? Didn't, he didn't shake now my our hand. great speaker, our partner, who all. Of the- Five seconds. <laughs> like goldfish memory. Goldfish memory. Goldfish has a higher memory than that. Did I just eat? I need to eat again. Oh, no. Give me some more food. I'm still hungry. Oh. Literally, it took three seconds for him to forget what just happened. It, 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 is, it is despicable, but that's not where it ends, Joey. I want to get your thought on this last one we'll play. Um, this is uh, Pierre saying that, um, <laughs> that the DOJ conducts, investig- conducts investigations independently, like Hunter Biden independently. Huh? Let's go ahead and play that. White House at all concerned, uh, given the domestic political climate, but also the signal that it sends to the rest of the world that the Department of Justice carried out this sort of operation on a former president, that it could even be uh, create the, uh, the appearance of uh, politically uh, motivated prosecution. So first off, and you've heard us say this many times at this podium, you've heard the president say this, uh, the Justice Department conducts investigations independently, and we leave any law enforcement matters to them. Uh, it would not be appropriate for us to comment on any ongoing investigations. I can say that President Biden has been unequivocal since the campaign. He believes in the rule of law, in the independence of, Justice Depart- of the Justice Department investigations, that those investigations should be free from political influence, and he has held that commitment as president. I want to also remind you all of what he said on January 7th of 2021 when he then nominated Merrick Garland to be the Attorney General, and I quote, we need to restore the honor, the integrity, of the independence of the Department of Justice in this nation that has been so badly damaged. And so many former leaders of that department in both parties have so testified and, that, and stated that. I want to be clear to those who lead this department who you will serve. You won't work for me. You are not the president or the vice president's lawyer. Your loyalty is not to me. It's to the law, the constitution, the people of this nation to guarantee justice, end quote. So I, I would refer you to the Department of Justice. Okay. What do you think of that, Joey? It's, it's to preserve justice. Yeah, but when you go to the Department of Justice, they say, sorry, freedom of information doesn't apply here because we have a private citizen acting on behalf of the government. And since they're private, they have no accountability, just like, I don't know, Dominion voting systems, uh, private prisons, any of these private entities who are doing the job of the corporate, uh, that's the domain of the government, not subject to Freedom of Information Act. So where's the accountability? When I call justice, they are going to say, 
Oh, I'm sorry. There's a private citizen conducting prosecutions of a former president of the United States, and therefore there's no accountability because we can't uh, we can't enforce federal public records laws on a private citizen. No accountability. So there's no accountability. They're lying to us about the truth because there is no truth to them. You know, I don't. I don't know what the, uh, yeah. I, and then it gets worse. It, it, it is bizarre, but it gets even worse. I want to be clear. It does get worse, people. It gets worse, much worse. Let's play A14. This is Mitch McConnell not wanting to talk about it. A14. The other 14. What's your reaction to the FBI raid yesterday? I'm here today to talk about uh, the flood and the recovery from the flood. So he won't talk about it. What's wrong with that, Joey? What's wrong with that is it doesn't follow the same pattern of these Democrats that have always consisted, right? Something of this level of this nature, right? Uh, every Democrat in the entire country would be tweeting about it. And all of a sudden, it's radio silence, right? Like there is a coordinated effort to say, Nobody talk about this. Nobody mention it. Don't screw this up. Whatever the case may be. Otherwise, we would see AO, uh, AOC or whatever her name is, ACO, whatever it is. Um, we would see Nancy Pelosi. We would see Joe Biden, like immediately out there criticizing and taking it as a public uh, witness. But we're not seeing anybody saying, "We got him. We did this uh, search warrant. Look at what happened." They're, they're all in a coordinated effort of silence, and that's scary. They're not letting the American people know what's going on. Well, one of the most dangerous mm-hmm. men in the entire world, and the entire country for sure, one of the people that I think is probably the most disgusting people that you could probably come up against, and his name is Mark Elias. He had something to say. And he came out and said the media is missing the really, really big reason why the raid today is potential blockbuster in American politics. And notice he didn't say in American law, he said American politics, because they're basically using and weaponizing code. So 18 U.S. Code 2071, concealment, removal, or mutilation generally. Um, And the part that he highlighted is shall forfeit his office and be disqualified from holding any office under the United States. This right here by itself is the reason why they raided his residence is so they can disqualify him from running for president because he is literally going to dismantle this globalism that they have pushed upon us, this reset on our country. What do you think about this? Yeah. Um, you know, the, uh, the only agenda since 2020 from the Democrat Party has been to prohibit Trump from regaining office through any means whatsoever, from public humiliation to witch hunt trials to impeachment to this now. The reality is every single former president has left the White House with some documents or another. And on top of that, look, Hillary Clinton left with $80,000 worth of donated goods that she busted for trying to steal send them back. Um, every president has left with some documents, and then they said, oh, you, these documents are 
classified you need to ship from Bende, allowed those residents to ship those documents back under care and escort or whatever. However, the Trump's in back 15 boxes, right? They negotiated and they were like, these were supposed to be under uh, declassified, but for some reason weren't declassified. We'll take them back, we'll work with the National Archive to try to figure out which ones are appropriate to keep for my own personal library and which ones the National Archive needs. And, you know, there was legitimate conversation about the definition of each of these documents. It wasn't as though he was just speeding documents for some unknown mythical plot. It was a a, t a desire to keep the documents for his presidential library, just like Obama has, just like Joe Biden will do, Clinton will do, or did Bush, all of them before. And there's never been a president who hasn't accidentally removed an incorrect documents when they're when about So you're talking about a span of November 16th or whatever the elections end to January 20th to basically move out of the White House to transition, to relocate, to uh, go through the entire eight or four years of all this worth of documents and decide which ones are going to remain with the White House and the National Archives and which ones are going to be uh, brought with him for their own personal use in their libraries. Mistakes are going to happen because it's at the time. Never in history has they said, okay, you removed all uh, documents that weren't supposed to, now we're going to criminally prosecute you. Never, even though it's happened with every single president uh, in recent times. It's, it is a literal uh, targeted assassination of the character of Donald Trump to prevent him from running for 2024. I think that's a pretty good assessment of it, but it gets a little bit deeper. We, we, we haven't talked about this connection as well, and that is, uh, Mr. Producer B6, Trump picks Holland, uh, Holland and Knight partner, brother-in-law of FBI director for intelligence post. This was in November of 2017. Uh, partner uh, uh, Jason Klotenik, uh, a former deputy counsel at the U.S. Department of Homeland Security is the Trump administration's pick to serve as a top lawyer in the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. Um, Clintonic, who served at the Trump transition team, leads the national security team at Holland and Knight in Washington. He worked with Homeland Security. So here's the interesting part about this is they do a lot of government contracts in Holland and Knight. Uh, he joined the firm in 2010 as a partner uh, in the government contracting practice group. Uh, Clintonic, could not be reached for comment Tuesday. I had previously served as Deputy Associate Director General Counsel for the years at President George W. Bush administration before becoming first Deputy General, uh, General Counsel at the Department of Homeland Security in 2003. So at, when, when you look at this, it, it really is a, a world of this incestuous world where everyone just kind of works together in order to get to a, a goal of... Oh. Destroying them. I, I mean, we become the pawns, I guess, in all of this. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm just seeing that for the first time. But think of the implications here. Colin and Knight were on the transition team. Why wouldn't Colin and Knight have advised Donald Trump? Hey, let's take a little bit closer look at the documents that you want to, you know, take with you to your presidential candidate. Uh, like if then uh, he's advising Trump, like. 
at the time, and what culpability might Holland and Knight have when their lead globalist council determined that it's necessary to execute a search warrant against their other client, Donald Trump. There's, where is the conflict of interest here in the public domain? Like any prosecution, any civil matter, these people would be, there would be a conflict, a huge conflict. Whoa, uh, hold on a second. There's something more. I'm sure there is. This is just so Jason uh, Kotenik is now a partner again in Holland and Knight's Washington, D.C. office. Now, only that's not the only thing. Prior to rejoining Holland and Knight, Mr. Klotenik served as a presidentially appointed Senate-confirmed general counsel for the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, ODNI. By the way, I looked at the ODNI report related to the election fraud that I saw that report in early January related to the amount of information they had for election fraud. So here's a guy that understands the election fraud, served in that capacity on that team. Now, they're saying that everyone walked around saying there's no, nothing to see here, no election fraud. That's not the report that I saw, the ODNI report that I saw that came. That's not it at all. Matter of fact, this is completely different. But I, the reason why I bring this up is because he went back. So he went on, tried to screw up everything for, for President Trump. I think that if fairer, I don't know this to be true yet, I'm going to ask, and, and we're, we're going to work the problem. But if Holland and Knight, if he worked on the transition team from Holland and Knight, he went back to Holland and Knight, and he worked on the transition team with President Trump, doesn't that disqualify Holland and Knight from representing, even in a retained capacity, the government and going out and searching or uh, pushing a search warrant on President Trump? There you go. That's exactly it. Like, how is that not, how is there no conflict in it? And then on top of that, though, maybe it's a good thing, right? Like, this assumes that, like, their intent was we would never figure this out, right? The search warrant would remain under seal. Nobody would know that this uh, private citizen is the prosecutor. Uh, I figured it out. All of a sudden, questions are being asked, and his name is being redacted again very quickly. Uh, now... I'm willing to bet that in the challenges to the search warrants are coming up in the days to come team, we're going to see all of these arguments, the fruit of the poisonous tree, whether it's in the illegal search warrant, we're going to see the conflict of interest come to light in the filings, we're going to see that uh, Trump, we're going to see more because Trump is going to be aware of all of the night's uh, conduct and transition team all the way up till now. And so we are now, we've got a head start because I found this this morning, but we're going to start seeing the results. And what I think the results are going to be is the the, the content of the search warrant uh, that was just executed, the content of the search warrant in Mar-a-Lago, and the next search warrant, which is number three, uh, that was under seal as of this morning. I think what we're going to see is all of this, con uh, the, the, the results of this is going to be null and voided, even if... They found the most incriminating material on all of this because of these conflict of interest and because of these undisclosed uh, uh, irregularities. In any other criminal case, the defense attorneys would swoop up on this within moments and have 40, 50 page motions to dismiss uh, criminal uh, charges because of this. So I have no doubts that the Trump team and uh, the defense attorneys and everybody else involved will be challenging this 
uh, uh, for these grounds, from which we are discussing now, which we found this morning. We're just going to have to watch it play out, unfortunately. But I, I honestly think that these are such solid level of conflicts uh, that we are finding just as regular citizens um, that these levels of conflicts are so egregious that whatever Trump adds to that, whatever they add to that is going to be so hard, groundbreaking that Trump's still going to have the ability to run in 2024 if he chooses to. Research warrants are going to be uh, pushed under the rug and forgotten about by both the Democrats and the citizens of the country. It'll be only people like you and myself and those of us, uh, those of our supporters, uh, who will be talking about the illegal search warrants. Yeah, so they inside of the former president's residence. Or protected by the Secret Service. A private citizen just said, here, go send a bunch of government federal troops to the private residence of the former. That just seems so egregious. And then add anything else we've already talked about. It's insane. And we were never meant to know. Like, his name was supposed to be sealed. And only did they seal it after I made it public this morning. Um, did they seal it? Like it was supposed to be sealed. So, so I want so I want to I want to point this I want to point this out. There was an article put it up, Mr. Producer. This is back in May. Documents at Mar Largo, Mar Largo classified. Uh, marked classified were already declassified, Cash Patel says. And Cash Patel, former top uh, Trump administrative official, told Braybert News on Wednesday the report claiming classified materials was found at Mar-a-Lago is misleading and the documents were actually already declassified by then-President Donald Trump, but the classification markings had not been updated. Trump declassified whole sets of material in anticipation of leaving government that he thought the American public should have the right to read themselves, Patel told Braybert News in a phone interview. The White House counsel failed to generate the paperwork to change the classification markings, but that doesn't mean the information wasn't declassified. It was there when President Trump, when he said, we are declassifying this information. Now, why this is important is because this is what they use for a search warrant, and yet they did not call on or interview that I know of, Cash Patel. And Mr. Producer, we're supposed to have Cash Patel on. Beginning of next week. So we need to make sure that this gets earmarked so we can ask him specifically about this. Already done. Because if the lawyers for President Trump in the White House did not declassify information that he deemed as classified to be declassified, then that is on those lawyers. Those lawyers are responsible for that. And since Cash Patel stated those things were to be declassified and he was there in those meetings, this throws another monkey wrench in the government's argument as they put a private citizen. So pretty interesting stuff. Um, you know, Patel also called the information disinformation. The story said the National Archives found the documents had classification markings on them. It doesn't mean that they were not declassified. All previously classified documents have classification markings on them. It showed they used to be classified. It's petty bureaucracy at its finest government. Simpletons not following a presidential order to have them marked declassified. The president has unilateral authority to declassify documents. Anything in government, he exercised it here in full. And here, here's the thing that everyone needs to understand when we talk about the crap bag um, Pelosi. She said no one is above the law. As the President of the United States, as the President of the United States, he literally could walk into any 
place and declassify anything that he wants. Anything. True, Joey? And there's no formal process for that. You could just say, declassify, declassify. Right. You get it declassified. You get it declassified. And it, there's no formal process. Sure, you know, they might say the tradition is to put another stamp on it that they declassify it or to write a memorandum, but that is not a requirement to declassify it. All he's got to say is, that's declassified. That's declassified. That's declassified. And that's right. the end of it. It it, 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 it it flies in the face of normality and the things that should be, um, yeah, I don't even, I, I don't, I can't, I can't. Joey, I'll give you the last word. We're out of time, but I do thank you for coming on the podcast and giving us the information, these bombshells, people, everyone share, hit the rumble button on your way out. And Joey, where can they find you? Where can they support you? Yeah, um, well, I won't tell you what country I'm in, so <laughs> you can't find me here. Yeah. Um, but uh, there is a, uh, a Gibson Go, uh, GibsonGo.com uh, slash Joey in Exile. It kind of has a uh, running uh, explanation as to why I'm here, kind of the, the cost of living and the needs that I have on a monthly basis here. Um, and so they can find me at uh, on that to be able to support me. It's, uh, it's a lesser cost of living here, so I don't uh, I don't need terrible amounts to maintain a lifestyle here. Um, and as always, Joe, thank you, and thank you to your producer Apollo uh, for having me here. It's been a great time as always. And like I said, I mean, I found this information from a third world country. You're not seeing this on CNN, Fox, or any of these other legacy medias. You're seeing this on conservative dating. You're seeing this because I took the time to do a little due diligence from a third world country that has a slower internet and a lot less developed by years in the United States. Why the United States people are not talking about this tragic uh, precedent that is being set with this matter is shocking. This is yeah. a appalling time that we live in these days. You are but, uh, not Thank wrong. you for having me on, Joe. Hey, absolutely. God bless you, Joey. We'll have you on again. Keep dropping truth bombs, and you let us know when we can give you uh, access to put your voice out there. We'll talk soon, and uh, maybe I'll come visit you in your third world country. Definitely. I look forward to it. All right. Take care. You know, there's, there's a lot of things that we talk about here on the show that they don't talk about on CNN or Fox News. And uh, I want to give a shout-out because we got a – Mr. Producer has been doing an amazing amount of work to come up with a structure to where we can, we can have a voice happening all day long. And so every Wednesday, I think he hasn't probably announced this yet, but every Wednesday he's going to be doing a 30-minute show with uh, Brian CanCon uh, on the air. We're going to joint put it on CanCon's site. We're going to put it on our site. We're going to syndicate it across the board. That'll happen every Wednesday. We're also going to see if we can get some legal um, analysis. And so someone to come on and do a legal analysis of some of the cases that are out there and still pending. Um, and we're we, we've got a couple more things we're doing. Uh, obviously, Ash has been handling and doing the uh, facts blast, doing an amazing job. You can see the passion that she has on protecting your voice. So we're going to we're going to continue to expand that. We're also going to expand 
you know, where we have an opportunity to talk to legislative bodies. So where we're doing this on the federal level, we're going to drive this down and be able to send letters through the mail and automate those letters uh, to your state legislators, your, your, your senators, your, your House representatives, assembly members, um, as well as governors and other people in positions of trust and authority who have violated or, frankly, forgotten who they serve. So we are going to be building that out as well. That'll be a part of the membership. And our goal is to get to 100% where if you have a membership, it's all free. Talking to all these people becomes free all the time. And that's just going to take density. It's just going to take numbers to make sure that we can cover the costs of all of those different things. So a lot of big things that are going to be coming down the road. We're going to be changing the format of the, of the podcast. But I want to tell you, the more we get guests on here, um, you know, April Moss couldn't be on, but she'll be back on. We'll have Cash Patel on. I want to get David Clements back on. I want to see what's happening with the TAP program, what is, what is uh, the American Project doing specifically uh, on their side? Uh, you know, Greg, Greg uh, uh, Phillips, he has got the pit coming up. Mike Lindell, 20th and 21st, has the summit coming up. It is the Truth Summit. So it is the Moment of Truth Summit. That is August 20th, August 21st. Go to, um, let me make sure I have the, the thing right for this, for Frank's speech. This is going to be a big deal. It is the Moment of Truth Summit, and you can go to the wrong page. Almost there. Almost there, almost there, almost there. So you can go to the momentoftruthsummit.com. That's momentoftruthsummit.com. You'll see a video there. Mr. Producer, it's three minutes long. Maybe we should play this. I think we should play this if we can. Um, I just put it up there. Let's see if you can grab that video. This will be broadcast the 20th and the 21st. Some people will be invited. We're trying to get as many syndications as possible across the board uh, for um, call them influencers or leaders that are truly leading on the America Force front. We need to get 20 million people to watch what's happening. Now, they're going to talk about things there that are controversial. They'll talk about things there as far as what's happening. You get an update in every single state. So we'll have an update from all 50 states, from representatives in that state talking about the election fraud. And we'll have updates on what the information shows. Dr. Frank will be there. Mike Lindell will be there. Um, there'll be other people there. Jeff O'Donnell will be there. Draza Smith will be there. It will be a moment to remember because we will be putting concrete facts. They say there's no facts, putting it all in one place or bringing all the smartest people out there uh, to go through it. So uh, let's go ahead and play this real quick. This is a video for the Moment of Truth Summit, the August 20th and 21st. Today, I address you not only as a citizen of the United States, but as an American standing for all humanity. We are faced with the gravest of challenges. For the first time in the history of our nation, technology has been activated that attacks our Constitution with the capacity to destroy our future. Absolute proof of the biggest cyber attack in history. It's a takeover of our country. We must remove voting machines and any electronic devices from all elections forever. All of you praying with us need to know we have the tools and evidence to prevent catastrophic results and we can secure our freedom. Everything that can be done to prevent this disaster is being called into service. The human drive for excellence, knowledge. Every step of the ladder of experience has been taken to expose the truth. 
Let's take their country. How are we going to do it? Let's use it with computers so we don't even have to fire a shot. Data experts have worked countless hours to bring forth the truth to the American people. This is a war on national security. This is a war between good and evil. This is a war that will affect what our country becomes. I just want to know everyone out there, all the evil that's out there, we are never quitting till we get to the truth, ever. Through all the chaos that is our history, through all of the wrongs and discord, through all the pain and suffering, through all our times, there is one thing that has nourished and elevated our souls, and that is our faith in God and courage. We must be brave. And I encourage you to use this time at home to get back in the Word, read our Bibles, and spend time with our families. We will get through this and get back to a place that's stronger and safer than ever. Elections have consequences. These selections are transforming the spirit of our country. The focus of the entire nation must be on this event, the moment of truth. God gave me a platform for a voice for such a time as this. We as a people must stand for the American dream, one nation under God, for liberty and justice for all. If the election of 2020 didn't happen, we would never, ever, ever have gotten to this great place we're going to get to. Trust me on that, ever. This was all God's plan, and we are in the greatest revival for Jesus in history. God bless you all. Thank Mike you. Lindell presents live the moment of truth summit on frankspeech.com sign up now there you go everyone mike lindell's moment of truth summit and i want to say it's not just mike lindell because mike will tell you it's not mike's it's the people's summit and there's going to be a lot of people there talking about truth and yeah, we won't be going there and not talking about God. God will be at the forefront of everything because he should be at the front of our community. So let's go ahead and pray if we can. And then, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll, we got some great people. We have Mark Fincham that'll be on soon. We got Greg Phillips that'll be on soon. Peter Navarro. Peter Navarro. We got a bunch of people that are coming on. So I'm pretty excited about our, our lineup. And then I, I just want to give a shout out to all of those people that are fighting right now. You know, the one thing as I talk to different people that are in different places and they, they stand up and say, you know, talk about Garrett, Garrett Ziegler. That guy just doesn't stop. He just continues to fight. Now, you might not like some of the things he says. I love what he says because he speaks with courage and conviction. And frankly, he just doesn't care. He lets, he lets his God courage come out. You got Kevin Jenkins. You got uh, you, you have some great people. I wanted to walk through it. Kanakoa the Great. You have Sidney Powell. You have, I mean, I could just walk down the line. I should probably just build a list. I should build a list. Shouldn't I, Mr. Producer? But these people are all out there fighting. And by the way, it's a leftist term to say grifters. These are people that are fighting for you. They're fighting side by side with you. So please give them, give them a shout out. Give them a thank you. Go to their, go to their, their uh, telegram channels and just say thank you. That, that sometimes that's it. Just say thank you for having courage and standing for me, with me, shoulder to shoulder with me. All right, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have here today to speak truth. Thank you for Joey Camp.
Thank you for his courage. Thank you for his commitment. Thank you for his service, Father. Thank you for his, his ability to just crawl under every crevice and to uncover things in the darkest places so that we can have truth. Father, thank you for his commitment. Thank you for what you have done to put this on the hearts and minds of men and women in this country. Father God, thank you for the women in this country. Without their fight, their commitment, their holding things together with duct tape, we would not be in a place where we could save our nation. So thank you for them. Thank you for the courage and thank you for the commitment that they have, have shown for our children and for our communities. Father, I would just ask you to, to rise up the men in our country. We know the women are warriors and they are fighting. But Father, we have, we have anemic and apathetic men in this country. We have apathetic and we have weak constitution within us that has allowed for them to walk over us, allowed weakness to create uh, appetites for things that make us comfortable but aren't good for our children, our grandchildren, or for the entire environment of which we live. We've allowed them to erode our communities. We've allowed them to erode our schools. We've allowed them to erode our families, Father. And I would just ask you to put courage and put commitment back in the hearts and the minds of the men here in America. That when we say America first, that they stand tall. Regardless of the consequences, they do what is right and they follow you, Father, and that they restore you to both their homes and to their communities, to our society. Father, please put a shell of protection around Joey Camp. Please protect him from any evil that people might that someone would want to do to him. Please protect his health. Please protect his mind. Please protect his finances, Father. Please, please bless Joey Camp that he may be comfortable in the work that he's doing and that he may have a firm foundation of which to operate from. Please bless his work, Father. Please bless his heart that it can stay pure and it can be stay focused on the unselfish desire to serve those around him. Father, please bless this team that we have at Conservative Daily. Help us that we may have rest at night and during the day do the hard work that's necessary so that we can do your work and we can push truth into the community. And Father, please bless those that are listening that they can become ambassadors of truth and they can find courage to do the things that are necessary in order to share the messages that are true, Father. I would ask you to guard our tongue, that we would not speak anything that was not truth. Guard our tongue and guard ourselves that we may also make sure that if we step out of line, that we, we ask for forgiveness and that we... we Words matter, Father. I would just ask you to guard it. I know I've said some things today that maybe, uh, maybe I shouldn't. Doesn't mean I don't think it. it just means I, maybe I should hold those things in, Father. I know that there's a lot of misdirection in our society, and I would just help you to, to, to guard us that we don't contribute to any of that misdirection, Father. That we calm the waters and give people help in, in staying on mission, staying on task to bring you back to our community, Father. I ask for all of these things, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I said I wanted to punch somebody in the face. I couldn't exactly tell God that it was okay to say that. But I did feel it. I did feel it. Well, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. There's a couple things that I need you to do. I need you to spread truth. You spread truth. You're the ambassador of truth. 
Um, we're going to be doing some great things. We're also going to have some some guests, some some members that we're going to have on the show as well. I always thought it was great to have somebody in the community that has a voice that we can bring to what we're doing here at Conservative Daily. So we'll be doing some of that as too. It should be a lot of fun. Maybe have someone on for 20 minutes. And and when you're on the show for 20 minutes, there's a couple of things that you'll notice. One, it's harder than you think, <laughs> as Mr. Producer will tell you. Um, but uh, we look forward to seeing you again tomorrow at 10 a.m. And uh, God bless you all. Have a great night. Sleep well. Read your Bible. And uh, enjoy your family and friends. God bless you. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.